three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and this is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great weekend, week, whenever you're listening to this. I've got a review for the latest uh, Jeff Fowler-directed film. Jeff Fowler, who's directed uh, a few things. uh, Most notably, of course, the first Sonic the Hedgehog, and now the second Sonic the Hedgehog. I've uh, got the review for Sonic 2 here, which of course brings back really everyone from the first film, including uh, Jim Carrey's Robotnik, uh, James Marsden's uh, Tom, aka Donut Lord, and most importantly, of course, Ben Schwartz's Sonic. Um, so, okay, I gotta talk about this movie. So, when I reviewed the first one, I gave him an A minus because, you know, some very horrendous uh, product placement and some pacing that I thought, you know, eh, okay. But I'll be very honest with y'all. Uh, I've been, ha- I put the the original on uh, for my cats uh, over the last couple weeks and just in between working, just catching, you know, glimpses of it here and there. It's been like, you know. I really enjoyed this movie. I, I really enjoyed this movie. A minus, A minus and all, I don't care. It's such a wonderful love letter to, you know, Sonic fans. And just a really solid, um, enjoyable family flick. This movie is really everything I wanted uh, from a sequel. Um, so I'm just going to kind of dive in here. So... Uh, it goes ahead and starts off uh, in Seattle. We find out that Sonic is pulling a Batman, uh, sneaking out at night, uh, trying to go ahead and, you know, uh, prevent crime. And he goes ahead and <laughs> royally, royally fucks up this. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, spoilers, by the way, because uh, I'm going to try to stay away from the big spoilers, but I am going to have to spoil a few things. But um but he goes ahead and saves uh, or stops his bank robbery, but ends up destroying uh, a city block, kind of like Sonic Rush Hour, if you will. <laughs> and I really like the opening, and I'm really liking how Sonic is interacting more in the, quote, real world, unquote. Um, James Marsden, man, I, this is he's one of those actors who I really don't think we give enough credit. Yes, he absolutely got the shaft in those X-Men films. But even if you look at something like, you know, Rob, uh, Robot and Frank, which he's great in, or Hairspray, or Enchanted, or uh, Sex Drive, which I've uh, reviewed and will post at some point, uh, or even uh, in Anchorman 2, he's one of the few good things about it. Um, James Morrison's a hell of an actor, and the fact that him and Ben Schwartz continue to have this chemistry is something I've really got to give him a lot of credit for, because it does take two to tango. And Marsden, you know, gives uh, Tom, he gives the classic dad speech while they're out fishing, you know, going like, hey, man, like you are. And to his point, he's a thousand percent correct. You are still a kid and you can't just go out, you know, using your powers whenever you want. Uh it's basically the Iron Man speech in Homecoming, but not hypocritical, uh, <laughs> which I actually really like. But um, but the chemistry between Tom, uh, Donut Lord, and Sonic is still here. And that's something that I was really incredibly happy to see. 
Um, Jim Carrey, you know, playing Robotnik again. So I, you know, I've talked about my reverence, my love for for Jim Carrey. I think Kidding is an incredibly underrated show. I was really, really bummed when Showtime canceled it, but you know, I, I could of course go East Ventura, Liar Liar, Man on the Moon. Um, you know, I love you. Uh, you know, I love you, Philip Moore. I, 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 you know, I, uh, I could go on and on. Jim Carrey is one of the best actors in the last. <laughs> 30 years, I'd say. Um, and it's it's really sad <laughs> to think about him not acting anymore. You know, fuck, I didn't even mention In Living Color. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a sad world to think about the fact that he could just be done. But if this is his last role, he's going out on the most Jim Carreyist level uh, or role that he possibly could. And I kind of love that for him because how many times do actors get to, you know, go out on something on their own terms? You know, I, I think about Robert Redford, you know, going out with uh, the old man, the gun, which is a movie I fucking adore. But I mean, we could go down the list, but how many, you know, actors or actresses that we absolutely adore, you know, go out on shit movies. And I'm really happy that Jim Carrey's not going to go out on the shit movie. That that makes me incredibly happy. His Robotnik, the thing that I love about certain kids' films and really love about this film in particular is that Robotnik is a petty bitch, as, <laughs> as Robotnik is in general. But the fact is, he really hates Sonic and you feel that coming through more and more. And there's, there is a level of sinister to his Robotnik that we definitely saw in that first film, but that's really amplified here in the second film because, you know, the first film, it's like, all right, cool. I need to get, just kill this hedgehog and, you know, experiment on him. This time around, it's like, oh, there's a Master Emerald that I can go ahead and use and I can go ahead and conquer the world on top of that. Oh, and kill Tom and his uh, his wife Maddie, played again by Tika uh, uh, Sumter, uh, aka Collateral Damage, as Robot called her in the first film. His level of petty is amplified, and it's kind of wonderful. And Jim Carrey, in particular, really does amp this up in a way that is cartoonish, in the way that you know a Sonic villain should be, but also menacing in a way that I wish we would see more villains be menacing in kids' films. Uh, also, and this is probably the biggest laugh I got the whole film because it's, it's a recurring joke that if you're a kid, it'll totally go over your head and you'll go, you know, oh, he's being mean. That's funny. Uh, I apologize if I butcher his name. Uh, me, uh, uh, Ma, uh, me, Dubes, uh, Agent Stone uh, returns. He's working. <laughs> he's working at a coffee shop called Mean Bean. Which is such a wonderful Easter egg because, of course, Dr. Robotnik's, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, a.k.a. that Tetris ripoff, which is a great game, by the way. I love the fact that's where he works at. But A, Robotnik has that whole uh, Mean Bean coffee shop as a cover uh, for another lab, which I really appreciate. Again, this is one of those things I just go, yeah, this all makes sense because Robotnik being as insane as he is, being as... Um, manipulative and as precise as he is and cerebral as he is he would have multiple outs to go ahead and try to kill sonic whether you know it's perhaps a moon base or if it's here on earth and i i love that i love that the <laughs> that the mean bean coffee shop is just another cover for him to have all these toys to fuck up songs live uh <laughs> I love that. But the, the big joke here that I was just mentioning is Agent Stone and Robotnik, they've either fucked before 
or they've gotten really close to it because it is a clear dom simp relationship that agent stone and robotnik have there's even this point <laughs> the first thing robotnik says when he's able to get out of the uh the mushroom world is you know uh have my coffee ready it's not i missed you or i'm back it's just straight up have my coffee ready and i just started laughing because that's so something that an asshole would say but also someone that appreciates the coffee slash might have feelings for the person who has the coffee and the movie itself does everything but turn and look at the camera and go yeah we know uh it's it's very simpsons mr burns uh smithers-esque at points where you know, the, the show would clearly break the fourth wall and go, yes, we know. We're, we're very fucking aware of what we're writing. That comes across like a motherfucker in here. And anytime they would refer to that, I just found myself going, damn, y'all are being shameless with it. I appreciate the hell out of that. Um, now I want to talk about the new additions real quick. Uh, great band, too. Aegis uh, <laughs> Elba's Knuckles. Aegis Elba's fucking perfect in this role. Um, I I'm blanking off the top of my head. I feel like he's done voice acting and other stuff, but he's a great voice actor. Like he really is great in this. And it was something that a uh, oh, fight, fighting Dory. There we go. And Zootopia. What am I talking about? So yeah, it's, it's, it's been a little while, but Zootopia was, Oh God, how long was Zootopia? It's like 20, 2016. So it's been like five years. So it, it's been a little while, but uh, Knuckles, the way that they portray him, they really portray him as the, uh, 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 uh Dax destroyer or Drax of the story what am i talking about uh which actually works perfectly here because there's so many moments of ironic humor that just go over knuckles head but he's supposed to be you know a warrior and i love the way that they call back to the uh to the original film as far as the achindas you know uh, uh um ambushing sonic uh and uh Longclaw, um in their home like I, that was something i was like oh wow you're you're tying this back i appreciate that um <laughs> but there uh, one of the jokes that just made me laugh really hard is uh robotnik you know asked knuckles you know like we're we're gonna be partners we can take down Sonic together you know shake my hand that's how we do it here on earth and knuckles is so strong that he basically uh he breaks two of uh robotnik's knuckles and you see robotnik not you know they they cut away so that you don't see it see it but he snaps his you know snaps him back into place and you're like oh my god but i but i love that robot that, that uh knuckles like humor like that just flies over his head and it's really quite funny because sonic very much like peter parker won't shut the fuck up even when he's in peril and when he's fighting and he's just given He's given Knuckles the business from a verbal standpoint. But what I really, really enjoyed about Knuckles, especially his intro, when you see Robotnik, when he shows back up at uh, at Tom's house because Tom and Maddie are on vacation uh, with Natasha Rothwell's Rachel, uh, Maddie's sister, because she's getting married to uh, Shamar Moore's Randall. Which, by the way, go ahead, Rachel. Go ahead and get you some Shamar Moore. He's kind of handsome. And that's probably going to be 
most people's biggest complaint is why is this human plot here oh my god it's a wedding oh my god so dumb and while i can understand why people will have that complaint as far as the wedding being dumb and pointless the payoff to that whole arc is shockingly clever and it was something that I was actually sitting in the theater with my partner and I looked at her and went, I am shocked they actually had a plan for this because yes, it, in any other normal film, it would be the Smurfs where it would just really not tie to anything and it would just be uh, very much a, we have to have these humans in here because they're humans and you know we want them to earn their pay. But they actually do a good job of making it tie back to the overall arching plot, which was something I was shocked by. So... I give the movie a ton of credit for that because it does add some gravity to the peril that's coming with the whole Master Emerald and everything. It was a really pleasant surprise, uh, to, to be honest. Um, I always butcher her name, <laughs> and I feel bad, but I'm probably going to butcher it here. But uh, uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, uh, um who's done voice work for, you know, for freaking ever, whether it's the Proud Family or Digimon or uh, the Avengers Earth Minus Heroes, where she played uh, 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 Janet Van Dyne. Um, she's an incredible voice actress, and she's voiced Tails for, for freaking ever. And I was so happy she got a chance to go ahead and voice Tails for a, you know, a major motion picture. And Tails, Tails is always one of those characters, even the second game, I was like, ah, oh, you're annoying. Why don't, why, why are you around? Damn it. And the more, you know, I played Sonic games, you know, Sonic 3 and Sonic Adventure games and all that, the more you just realize Tails is just a good dude. And you just need, you need a friend like Tails who's ride or die, who's always going to be there for you. And Tails, that camaraderie comes across so well in this movie. And it was something that really made me happy because there is a world uh there is a world where they go ahead and they just fuck up tails like tails could be very annoying very easily and yet no they go ahead and stick the landing with tails there's this point where tails and sonic have to go ahead and they end up in this um i i can't remember where they end up but they're in this uh bar and they have to go ahead and get this map that leads them to the master emerald and <laughs> and that whole sequence of course ends in a dance number now I know I always talk about how, you know, dance numbers in kids' films, those are the fucking worst. A, the film doesn't end with that, thankfully. And B, it's actually a way to go ahead and get their camaraderie across and actually have them work together as a team for, for really the first time. And so it actually works. And it leads to this horribly adorable moment where uh, Tails falls asleep uh, by a fire and Sonic falls asleep next to him. And you just see Tails' as Tails plop over Sonic to keep him warm like a blanket. And that's a big thing I'll probably say, I, I will have to say about this movie. Even if your heart is made of made of stone, the movie kind of just cutes you into submission. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, there are just so many moments where I'm sitting there going, wow, they really just kind of know how to pull on the heartstrings just enough. When Robotnik obviously turns on Knuckles, because of course he would, it's actually pretty cold the way he does it. I just went, damn, okay. And of course, you know, you it, it has to go that way. Of course it does. But 
Overall, though, it was something that felt very cold and callous even for Robotnik. And each time Robotnik has a chance to kill Sonic, he is just, he's reveling in that shit. He's reveling in that shit in a way that I went, oh, wow, okay, this is actually shockingly dark. And when when Robotnik does get his hands on the Master Emerald, because of course he does at a point, we get two incredible Easter eggs. A, the way that... Uh, Robotnik's suit and everything looks, it looks very, it looks way closer to, you know, Robotnik Prime uh, as far as him, you know, like in Sonic Adventure and stuff like that, down to the color scheme, the costume and the mustache and, and all that and the goggles, of course. But I love the fact that we get a freaking, um, and I'm gonna have to throw out, I'm, I'm gonna go Easter egg crazy here. So, so bear with me. There's a point where Sonic is almost, uh, almost drowns. And he goes ahead and uses uh, an air bubble, um, just like in uh, Sonic 2 when they debuted that power, uh, that option, which was something I thought was fucking adorable. Um, Robotnik, <laughs> Robotnik flat out uh, gives Agent Stone all this crap for not reading the manual for piloting this giant robot. And the manual he holds up looks exactly like the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Sega Genesis game manual, which was something I went, oh, I remember, you remember you used to get game manuals and it wasn't a piece of paper. I just said, if you want to learn how to play the game, go online and check out the digital manual. Seeing the actual manual again, I went, oh, that fucking takes me back. Fuck yeah. We get a giant Robotnik robot. Uh, straight out song the Hedgehog 3. L- love that shit. Something that made me so incredibly happy. We get the Tails uh, red biplane. Love that. Actually shows off the Tails a pilot. And we get multiple instances of Tails using his tech to go ahead and help uh, him and Sonic on their mission. Something I absolutely adored. Uh, we get Robotnik's pod straight out of the first uh, Sonic game. Even in the, um, it's shown in the uh, in the trailer, that whole ice, uh, that very, that ice level that they show. Uh, Robotnik's in that pod. That's just like in the first game. Um, <laughs> Sonic rides a, a piece of Robotnik's robot like a like a snowboard in the ice cap zone uh, from Sonic Three. Um, they even have <laughs> they have a digital holographic version of Sonic that looks straight up like the 3D version of him in Sonic Adventure, and Robotnik just smashes it. Like there's so many references in here that I just went. Oh my god, I love this so freaking much. And again, if you're a Sonic fan, it's just gonna be one of those things where you go, wow, they're put they're cramming this with Easter eggs, but it never feels like the movie stops to go ahead and um, you know, and go Easter egg, Easter egg. They all feel very organic for what the film is, which is something I really appreciate. Also, when uh Robotnik um meets the aliens who come through the ring. Uh, ahead of Knuckles where he escapes um he drops the whole uh he drops drops the whole uh magic inc- uh, incarnation from Army of Darkness which I thought was <laughs> which as a film nerd I just went okay fuckers you're you're flexing now um also there is a <laughs> there is a joke about Vin Diesel on the rock which made me laugh really hard and there's a reference to a to a band to a 90s band as far as why they kind of suck and i'll and i'll just leave it at that because i don't want to give away the punchline but that in particular was something that just made me go wow that is a savage fucking joke it's near the end of the movie you'll you'll know it when you hear it but uh thinking about 
other stuff here. Um, God, what else I kind of want to talk about? Um, the action is so well done uh, start to finish. Knuckles and Sonic, it really feels like a battle whenever they're fighting each other. So, of course, when they eventually team up, because, you know, duh, of course they would. It really does feel earned and i actually like the way they both kind of address their trauma as far as that opening scene in the first sonic where you kind of go oh wow they both are coming from that exact same day as far as that event but they both just had tragic things happen to them that were really out of their control and it's really quite sad when the movie kind of starts to dig into that a little bit um this movie again is written by uh pat casey and uh Warren Miller, who I believe wrote the first one. Uh, yes, yes, they did. Um, and yeah, keep, let let them keep doing these. If they're down to keep writing these movies, like hell yeah, keep bringing them back because these these two writers clearly get how to inject these movies with the sort of energy that these films need to have, but also at the same time have some Easter eggs and stuff that if you're you know a, a fan since day one, like I was, I mean to go. To go a little nostalgic here, my first birthday present or Christmas present that I remember genuinely loving was my Sega Genesis. And I remember opening it up and going, oh my God, and seeing, you know, Sonic on the cover looking like a G and just being like, wow, oh my God, I can't wait to play Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time. So the the five-year-old five, year, five year old Hunter seeing this movie is like, oh you're not fucking this up and look morbius is still very fresh in my mind and when i think about how they can just how studios can just take a property and pump out a movie just for the sake of corporate greed and the sake that it's an ip so of course we'll make money fuck you morbius by the way um when you see something done with care like this it's like, oh, you can actually make a geek property outside of Marvel and DC and not just bastardize it. Like, what a fucking concept. If you actually make something good, people will come out and support it, which really should be a message for studios in general. Don't make bullshit. Studio, come, people will come out and support your stuff if you actually care about what you're making. And... I will say um, the end, how Sonic beats uh, Robotnik, it's a very clever way to write Robotnik off, uh, off if Jim Carrey is indeed done acting. I think he comes back and finishes the trilogy, personally. I, I think we get uh, Robotnik on the moon, on the moon. I think we get the moon base. I think that's a very easy thing to do. But also, the mid credit scene, and I won't spoil it just because, again, I, I, that is something I want people to discover for themselves. When that mid credit scene happened, I was like, holy crap, really? We're doing this? And we've already confirmed we're getting a third Sonic the Hedgehog film, which is not surprising. And we already know that we're getting a Knuckles TV show. So they're clearly invested in developing this IP and continuing to hopefully get it right. And I'm just happy. Like, I'm really just happy that, um, that they're taking care of this IP, that people are actually excited to see where the character's gonna go. Um, as far as complaints, because I know I've been harping just praise on praise on praise on this movie. The movie is over two hours. It's two hours, two minutes. If you want to argue it's too long, it's about 20 minutes longer uh, than its predecessor. If you want to argue it's too long, that that's fine. But honestly, the human aspect, um, as far as that that subplot, I think really is warranted for where it ends up. 
I think the action is a big improvement over the first one, which I thought the the action in the first one was great. But there's there's just a lot of variety as far as how the action's done. It's fun. It feels captivating. That first opening scene that I mentioned was already better than anything I saw in Morbius, like, 10 minutes in i was like holy shit you've already beat morbius but this movie son of a bitch i I can't believe it worked even better for me than it did in the first one and i i I, I already alluded to it but the way that sonic beats robotnik at the end is such a sonic thing that i just went oh my god and i just i honestly cried i cried hard because i never thought they would do this in a sonic film and do it so well and it just really warmed my heart in a way that i went yeah i just kind of love these movies so i'm gonna give this a solid a this is a step up for me from the original uh take your kids if you're a sonic fan you will be so happy watching this movie my partner has never played a sonic game and we were both sitting there like wow i can't believe that they're just knocking us out of the park the way they are um, also, Jim Carrey uh, does get a really good dig uh, at at uh, at Trump, where he's trying to talk his way out of Sonic, you know, whipping his ass, and he goes, he goes, oh, there, there were, you know, there are good people on both sides, and I went, oh, like it was very, it's a very quick line, but I went, oh, Jim Carrey, that shade, I fucking love that, so. Yeah, this is a solid A for me. This is something I absolutely adore. Um, I might go see it again this week. <laughs> um, yeah, I might go see this again. I, I just, I had so much fun with this, and I will definitely be buying this on Blu-ray when it comes out, or on a 4K when it comes out. But, everyone, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, what did you think of it? Have you seen it? Um, how excited are you for Sonic 3? Where do you think they're going with this? You can let us know. In the comments, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us most places you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, at The Real Pineapple. And don't forget to like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. That's R-E-E-L Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam 775. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will have reviews up this week for uh, Ambulance, which I am so excited to review that freaking movie, uh, as well as for Everything, uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Also very excited to watch that. Um, and I will have my best and worst of uh, this weekend posting, uh, finally. I'm really excited to get that out to y'all, but... Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Get your COVID shot if you haven't gotten it yet. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.